Hello Dreamers. If you haven't yet, go subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at livingthedream506. But most importantly, keep listening and let me know what you think. This episode of Living the Dream is brought to you by AMW Group. AMW has the right tools to help you build your music career one step at a time. Get your song to the audience it deserves with AMW's Spotify playlist promotion service and work with AMW's experts to get your music heard. Check out their services by visiting bit.ly slash livingthedream10 and get a special 10% discount to their music promotion services by using coupon code AMW10. off Mike how'd you like to start us off where'd you go somersault yeah what was that like good (laughs) (laughs) and and transmission yeah no it was at the that new arena yeah you've been for one right Jack White you saw Jack White there yeah what do you think of that place um I didn't mind it small tight we I did a floor so and the way they had the the way they had the soundboard set up, like they had this gate and it's almost like a step up. So like you stood there and it was get there perfect. first and then you get the oh, best yeah, spot. It was perfect, perfect position to be able to see the entire stage and everything. So it's nice that way. It's a good size arena for that level of artists. Yeah, too. Like you know what I mean. Yeah, which I mean, it didn't have anybody there, but. Like, no. for that show. But if it was a bigger arena, they wouldn't have even booked the show. Yeah, exactly, because it would have looked ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But it was good. It's a good venue, and um, I think the lineup was cool. Uh, Our Lady Peace, Bush, yeah. Live, Dear Rouge, yeah. and Human Kebab. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what that is? No, I've never heard of them. It's a DJ. Oh, yeah? And I thought it was, like, just another band, but then he was playing in between each band. Oh, okay. Fucking awesome. Oh, yeah? It was, like... Uh, 90s remixes oh that's day. awesome yeah it was awesome <laughs> it was like he played like Limp Biscuit and like with house music like, or like yeah he was mixing them together and like with house beats and stuff yeah yeah Rage Against the Machine and Nirvana oh so yeah like throwbacks all over the place just nothing but like classic rock and yeah. 90s music with dubstep beats and techno beats Big and drops stuff and stuff. it was awesome Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so check him out. Check him out. <laughs> Book him for your next wedding. <laughs> it'd be a, so it'd be a perfect yeah, for a wedding. Veronica said that. She's like, we should get him for our wedding. Yeah. I was like, well, oh. I don't know if he'll still be playing by then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and then, so, <laughs> so then Deer Rouge. Yeah. We saw Deer Rouge at uh, 506. They were awesome. They killed yeah. it. Same, same at this show. Shorter set, but yeah. fucking. But a crazy cool, exposure. Crazy exposure. A cool uh, contrast to the mm-hmm. to the genre. 
Yeah, yeah, I mean? for sure. Did a bunch of it was 90s. New. Yeah. And then you got like an indie electro band yeah. from 2018, 2019. Yeah, yeah. It's started. like definitely 2010s genre of music. So yeah. it's like something fra- relatively fresh to... And it was cool as an addition to the lineup. And yeah. I mean, they might... Depending on what you're into for music, probably not everybody there, but like for me, they were one of the best acts of the whole show. Yeah, yeah. And so then who played next live then so haul up their set list can you do that sure I alone so yeah so here's the live set list seven yeah they songs. did the they did a REM cover seven yeah. songs two covers nice cause I think the Rolling Stones maybe Black. is that all their songs no they used to have some good songs um you remember the track Simple Creed or something like that? Live track? I remember liking them. I don't, I don't remember It specific. wasn't one of their like... I didn't go... Heads. I didn't go into deep cuts with... I think it was live. called Simple Creed. You know how I found out about it? It was Shag. Yeah. That seems like something. Used to listen to like I Alone and all their mm. radio hits and then he was like, have you checked out like this track? And yeah. like, no, I haven't listened to any <laughs> of their other songs. That was like before... Like... You had to buy the CD. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You weren't downloading it. No. So, yeah. like, you heard the radio songs unless you bought their CD. Yeah. I didn't buy their CD. <laughs> yeah. But, but Shag think, did. Think about how far you'd have to go to get their CD unless you were doing Columbia House. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So, Shag bought their CD, and they had a couple of good tracks, like B-side stuff that you wouldn't... It was considered B-side in the 90s, because if it wasn't your single yeah. or your hit... First disc, yeah. And that was, that was straight up what you were getting yeah. yeah they they uh they were pretty good they got heavy on a couple songs yeah so maybe All Over You cause that's I think the only song on that set list that I don't really recognize yeah but it was like 90's fucking what do you call it like drop D just grunge. got heavy but it yeah. it was yeah it was like grunge grunge we'll all grunge. metal yeah, yeah. Selling the drama, losing my religion by REM, all over you. Paint it black, Rolling Stones cover. Yeah. Decent enough set list. Lakini's juice and lightning crashes. Yeah. How yeah, was that, that for an encore? That was hilarious. For, uh, Remember we were talking about that? Yeah. About uh, <laughs> the placenta fall. Yeah, the, the placenta lyric, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Woo! Fuck yeah! Her placenta falls to the floor." And everyone's like. Yeah, yeah the favorite uh, part of the song. Mom's yeah. dead, baby's born, placenta's <laughs> everywhere. This is sick. That's not... I don't know if that's what I that mean, song's about. It's about life <laughs> yeah, and death. Yeah, yeah. that's not like a... That's a weird end <laughs> Weird end to a show. Yeah, yeah. If you actually listen to the lyrics. Hilarious. Fuck Anyways. Yeah. But yeah. it's their biggest hit for, by far, so that's probably what oh, yeah, like, it fucking, it was It was good. Yeah. It was cool to see. <laughs> um, and then Bush... Yeah. Check, throw their set list on. Let's that, see if I can that. get right off the, right off the show. 
Yeah, maybe. At least the the Yeah, within the time. Yeah, there's Deer Rouge right there live. The next one will be must be Bush. It's here somewhere. Right there. there. And then we'll just go back to that for our lady piece. So then Bush played. Mm-hmm. Straight out of the gate with a machine head. Yeah. Which was fucking awesome. Huge, yeah. And they played uh, Come Down. Fuck yeah. Yeah, that was good. Um yeah, right out of the gate with Machine Head. Real like classic Bush X. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Original. High energy. Everything there is pretty much I don't know what this is war or like um Disease of the Dancing Cats. I don't know those ones. That's a new song, I think. Okay. I don't know if that's true. But, but like, uh, the rest... everything else is almost everything's off of the, was it the Silverstein album? Uh, 16 Stone. 16 Stone, yeah. And, yeah, so they could have used, like, the only other songs I really want to see that I'm not seeing there is Swallowed and yeah. Greedy Fly. Yeah. And Greedy Fly, just because it's, like, fucking a little heavier and awesome. Fuck yeah. And it was their, it was the, like, as as good as Swallowed was, it was something completely different. Mm. And I love that, that direction. And I wish they had a kept in that direction because it was right around the Marilyn Manson era. So, like, they were going yeah. towards that dark, industrial. decrepit, industrial, like, goth yeah. almost. Yeah. And, like, that was, I wish they had a kept going in that direction. It was, it was a cool move, but... Machine Head, everything Zen, yeah, little things. Uh, so, young Gavin Rossdale is uh, pretty eccentric, eh? Yeah, he went right through the entire crowd. Oh yeah, for uh, little things, he was singing and like went through the crowd up the middle of the floor, up yeah. into the bleachers, around the whole fucking arena. Yes, sir. Yeah, he's a. 
Did it feel weird and too long? It felt, it felt weird. Yeah. No, it wasn't that weird. But some of the stuff he was doing on stage felt weird. Yeah? Yeah. I uh, so. I'm not like sure. Like he's just a stage presence? Maybe. Yeah. I think he's just a little... Uh, Over-emotional? I don't know. I'm going to take this part out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Is he still married to Gwen Stefani? Is I don't over? know. I hope so. Doesn't sound like Doesn't it's sound right. still happening. No. Because I feel like... Look, Google that. Yeah, they get divorced. It's over. Interesting. When did that happen? I don't know. Cheatsheet.com. <laughs> 13 years after it started, I guess. Whenever that was. Interesting. All right. So, yeah. He's, he's great. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> he was great. It was fun. It was cool. Again, another nostalgic... Yeah. And something a, that you probably won't get again unless they do something like that again. Right. But it's a nostalgic tour. That's what it is, I yeah. think. I don't know if that's the... was always the idea behind it, but it, that, I got, think they started it. It's got to be. They're trying to do a resurgence of that genre. There seems to be a lot of those bands that are kind of coming out of the woodwork in this era. So, the original Somerset, you should see some of the bands on it. Somerset. Like, was this a thing back in the day? Yeah, I think so. Check this out. So, Somersault began as a little idea. I feel like I remember this. We asked a handful of Canadian bands we were fans of to join us on a few outdoor shows in 1998. This is Rain Maida from Our Lady Peace talking. Yeah. Um, The bands agreed and Somersault was born. The next year, our list grew to include international bands like the Foo Fighters, Deftones, Smashing Pumpkins, A Perfect Circle, Catherine Wheel, and Sum 41. So imagine that. That's fucking like 1998, 2000. 2001, A Perfect Circle. Sick as fuck. Yeah. That would be amazing. Somersault quickly grew. Originals. Yeah, that'd be so awesome. Somersault quickly grew to a cross-Canada festival. It was the first time many of these bands had ever visited or played cities like Edmonton, Winnipeg, and Halifax. Crazy. We are proud to have exposed them to these and other incredible Canadian cities back in 2000, and this year feels like the right time to relaunch Somersault. Yeah, so Somersault was first launched in 98, included performances from Our Lady Peace, Moist, I Mother Earth, Sloan, Estero, and Treble Charger. (laughs) In Ontario. Name a long time. That's sick. And then National Tour included Our Lady Peace, Smashing Pumpkins, Foo Fighters, Perfect Circle, Catherine Wheel, Treble Charger, Eve Six, Sum 41, and Deftones. So those are some crazy. crazy lineups. Yeah. And the start of their careers, too. Yeah, like, so like, the that's what it started as. Just reminds me of Much Music. Right. I feel like I remember Much Music covering it. Somersault? Yeah. yeah, you can remember like hearing like, that. Roughly, yeah. But never thought much of it when I uh, when I heard it this time around. Mm. So the so then the show closed with Our Lady Peace. Um second time seeing them. Mm. Better first time or second time? Uh better first time, I think. And that was probably just for impact factor. Maybe. Um Same setless? It looks the same. We could probably look up the other one just to make sure, but yeah. we don't need to. It, like, you can see it. Oh, yeah. Superman's Dead, uh, One Man Army, Innocent. Uh, they, had a lot, they had a lot of albums to cover. 4AM, Clumsy, and Starseed. Yeah. Uh, so those are like the, 
the heavy hitters. Yeah. Stop making stupid people famous is a new song, I guess. That oh, yeah. They just put it this year or something. Sounds political. Yeah. It is. It is. Another greatest hit set list, heavy hitters. Mm. Would have liked to have seen like Navid and the whole Navid album. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> I guess. But.
Star Seed was good. Cool way to end it. But at least it doesn't wreck your um, envision of what it was going to be. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. No, it was it was as good as the first one. I think I like, for them, the casino venue better. It's tighter. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, I mean, in arenas, like, you don't have as good an audio, no matter what. Yeah, the sound's not as good. It's almost too bright. You don't get the mood. Yeah. I like I like clubs. The lights the lights mean less. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't get as... Unless you're right in front. Or the lighting rig is a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Yeah. They did have a... Projection. LED screens yeah. behind them. With some shit going on. Yeah. A couple of the Our Lady Peace ones were cool. Yeah. But wasn't wasn't anything crazy. It was It was neat good little addition to the show nice yeah it was good all in all I want to see, well Moncton's bringing more and more shit man. yeah that arena seems like another good prospect like we talked about uh, the waterfront in Bangor yeah a little different size and <coughs> scale and, uh, but I but I mean just in general like the Tidenborer is bringing in bands and stuff that you wouldn't expect to come this way yeah true which is worthwhile because I don't know, recently this year, um, Quebec um, was named the, the lover of heavy metal. Like oh, yeah. The, basically the place for heavy metal. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of places in Moncton mimic a lot of the stuff that goes on in Quebec. So I feel like a lot more of that metal scene is starting to flow into Interesting. Moncton area. So Have like, anything to do with being French? You think French people like metal more? I don't know, maybe. I mean, it seems like a very Eastern European... Um, prospect, right? So, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the metal scene's like in France or the that that part of the world, but certainly. I think Europe has a crazy metal crazy scene. metal scene. Yeah. yeah. So especially like in northern, it would bleed into all countries. I think. Mm. Somebody made a comment the other day talking about just how they'll go and to Europe and they can put things on the radio. They can put the radio on and hear so much new current stuff hmm. whereas you come here you, there's nothing current unless it works and is like crazy popular you're not going to hear it right there's not a whole lot of variety so I think it was actually I think it was the Rob Zombie Joe Rogan podcast he was just talking about the difference in how musical tastes seem to be so much more varied and I guess maybe it's because of this how close all those different countries are together and that there has to be a mix of people's interests that that yeah. permeates more whereas like in places in in the North America it's far more everybody's kind of like everybody else you know what I mean yeah yeah we're weirder than them I think yeah in a lot of ways but personality yeah, we, wise but we, we assume we're culture wise yeah we we think we're individual but we're very tribal and like latching onto other people's opinions. Yeah, yeah. We're very uh hypocritical. Why would yeah. <laughs> no, like we can be influenced easily. Yeah. It seems like we can we're influenced more easy than lots of the world. We're, we're less skeptical on yeah. people's intentions. Hmm. Which I I mean that can be a good thing in some ways, like to be less uh, like think people are less ill-intentioned than they are. Or less realistic to the, to people's, the the ability for people to, do, 
have different ideas or to think differently or to question you on the things that you hmm. that you believe in. We're we're very polite. Like you'll let people talk, and like agree with somebody even though we didn't necessarily believe in what they had to say. It's weird, eh? Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to just let them talk about that thing than it is to actually, like, confront them about your ideas. Yeah, because people take arguments so personal in mm. nor- in the Western culture. Yeah. Like, the Eastern culture argues because they have a differing opinion, but it has nothing to do with the person themselves. Yeah, exactly. They're arguing two different You can separate the idea opinions, from the person. And, yeah, the ideas and opinions are separate from, like personal bashing because yeah. you think that way I don't I'm not arguing because I hate your point of view yeah. or you because of your point of view but I'm arguing because I want I you to see what I'm my side or my, my side is or my yeah. perspective but at the end like we'll either we're still human beings we'll either change our opinion <laughs> or we won't yeah, yeah it's never personal yeah yeah it's it's, it's amazing weird. how much people take like I saw a comment on Facebook the other day of just how many people immediately go to like personal attacks whenever their their position is has been like questioned yeah. or whatever right they they can't argue their points so they have to go attack your character i know it's so rather weird. than attack the point because they're not educated enough on their own opinion they just they're using like you said yeah. we're so easy to just grab onto somebody else's viewpoint yeah. that's what everybody's doing they're just picking a side and they don't know yeah. why they're on that side yeah exactly they have so no then, reason to back it up other than they've been told what to say so the only way they can back it up or defend themselves is by attacking yeah. your character Make not you, your viewpoint because they don't know anything about the viewpoint <laughs> exactly no, they, all they know you is that you look other. like an idiot yeah. you become the other <laughs> yeah. so by association the idea is wrong because you are wrong it's so right. weird. And, uh, I see a lot of it with the politics. Mm-hmm. But they don't even know what any party's running for. And if they did, they'd know that the guy that they like, in quotations, is the exact same as the other guy. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. you're an idiot for liking that. But <laughs> So that makes you, you an idiot for liking your guy. Yeah. Who, it's all the same. It's sports. Learn, learn <laughs> what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. Learn what they're offering Fucking and what sports. it actually means. It's, it's just sports. a different sport. It's a sport. It's a less sport. athletic sport. It's yeah. just a, you're picking a team and they're trying to win. I, re- I really think that up until a certain point, and like, yeah, it has something to do with running the country, but at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> like, people are still doing some work, but at the same time, like, a lot of it, Man. like, when the elections come around, it's sporting events. I just had a hilarious idea. We should sell... Like conservative and liberal <laughs> jerseys, jerseys. Isn't that hilarious? People will buy them by the droves, no man. No doubt. I'm cutting that out because that I think that's hilarious, and I think it would work, oh, especially yeah. in the U.S. It, Republican <laughs> across your fucking jersey. A big fucking uh, a or big like, uh, elephant, elephant ma- so mascot. Got yeah. Elephant on the front, and instead of the name on the back, it's yeah, like Republican, Republican. sixty nine or something. Yeah. You know I mean? That'd be hilarious. Fuck yeah, I'm doing it. Not a lot of young people at the concert. Where? <laughs> at Summer Salt. No, <laughs> Maybe some people's people, kids. But yeah, that's pretty much it. It was but people are starting to uh, thirty and up. The generation is coming back. Like yeah. we're on a backward swing. Like people getting into metal and getting into that. Like we're on the backward swing. It's just people aren't into the things that we were into, but they're still like rock's not dead. Right. Like, metal's not dead. The, the the guitar band 
So yeah, these bands is not dead. These bands are all kind of still relevant. Yeah, they're 100%. still making well, because... music, and they're still really good if you actually check them out. There's just so much to go through, and everyone's like, "Well, they're old," so like they can't see past the nostalgia because they don't have the nostalgia themselves. But the music's actually still really good. Yeah. Well, and funny. The, the lyrics are amazing. Yeah, like you get a little <laughs> uh, little buzz on at an Our Lady Peace show, and you're, you're very listening to yeah. yeah, you're listening to some really cool lyrics. Mm-hmm. They, he wrote a yeah. song. Yeah, that that Bush. Their songs were oddly written, eh? Like he just yeah. to the point, like never alone. <laughs> I'm alone all the time. So he's like yeah. he's trying for weird. Yeah, and it was just like he's trying to represent the concept of being like depressed right right yeah but being very basic in the description of yeah. the of the they had cool ideas. lyrics too yeah i, I liked uh i like the fly yeah <laughs> fly kicks ass um yeah but our lady pieces lyrics are fucking awesome yeah i mean even really live even alone. live and yeah. live was a christian band yeah you know what i mean so there's a lot of there's a lot of theology behind the stuff that they were doing so it's, there was deep stuff especially in the era because that that was a part of the genre that they came from was to put meaning in lyrics and play it play rock music but with some meaning and some something to it some substance because i mean that's what nirvana started was the concept that you didn't have to write rock songs about fucking booze and tits and yeah. you know partying you can write about how upset you are with the world and how you know what i mean how things are things aren't fair and things aren't working right right so that's and that's one thing that like that I feel like that genre will never Yeah, that ushered in the that grunge will, era. Exactly. well I, I just think Emo that grunge. even just the it, when people started doing that, then that actually carries on into future music. So like people it got really heavy and then you started getting like the alt metal bands and the you know what I mean, like the limp biscuits and whatever. And a lot of that stuff was even more so about depression and you know what I mean? So like mm. There was so much... It opened up so much more about being personal with your music. Yeah. Lyrics with meaning. Yeah. I really enjoy them. Without getting into any more shit, I think that pretty much sums it up. (laughs) (laughs) We covered politics. (laughs) Just the important stuff. Hey, well, you know, that's what uh, Somersault invokes. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Maybe it just... It's the description of your age. Maybe. You know what I mean? So it just bleeds in. Politics bleeds in once you realize how old you are. I know, that sucks. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. Right on. We're done. Done. Let's dream.